Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to Melatomonium. This is your host, Milky. Thank you for joining me on today's show. I got no crazy intro for you today uh, because I have a, an incredible guest on today's show. So I didn't want to waste time. So without further delay, let's get on with today's show and enjoy what Kicks and I have to talk about. But first, as you know, I got to get paid, y'all. So we're going to break for a commercial and then make sure you join me back for the interview with my boy Kicks. Get to listen to some real hip hop, some real record playing. And some real talk, y'all. But first, a quick ad from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less, with over 25 recipes to choose from each week. There is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Now, I gotta be honest with you folks, I haven't tried HelloFresh yet myself, but I did go on the website and check out their menu, and the mustard, the grilled mustard chicken. I started drooling when I was reading about that. But, uh... I'll be posting this on Instagram and in my show notes. Uh, but if you go to the link, you'll get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. Now, back to the show. Kicking it with my boy Kicks, and he's playing live right now. We are in his red room, 
And no, I ain't talking about developing photographs or nothing like that. <laughs> nah, man, he's actually on some turntables right now. And for you young cats out there, they are actual albums, records playing right now, needles scratching on top of it. Yes. Welcome, everybody, to my first guest of season two of Melodimonium, Kicks. Welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How you feeling today, man? Feeling good, I'm feeling good, man. It's been a long day, but let's get it. Yeah. For those of y'all that don't know us, we've actually known each other for a very long time. We met, uh, what, like, maybe 25 years ago or so? 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Started working at this office supply company that shall remain nameless, but... Uh, yeah, he managed to stick it out all this time. He's still there. I kind of dipped. I dipped twice. I, I tried yeah, even I coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twice this guy left. Oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, first off, what got you into the love of DJing? Um, DJing was just uh, just the era, right? Grew up on hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Wasn't fortunate to have 1200s and all the Geminis and all the stuff back in the day. <laughs> so you know, I had a, I had an Ottawa verse, Samuel uh, play, little play play recorder, okay, right? Okay, okay. And you just played, had the audio plugs, right? So I audio plugged into an old uh, Radio Shack. You guys know what Radio Shack is? Wow. The source. Taking us uh, back. Yeah. Yeah. Radio Shack little uh, two-way mixer. Mm-hmm. And I had a one little turntable. Okay. And um, that's it. We used to try and make mixes, you know what I mean? What? Try and match <laughs> up the stuff. And, uh, you know, that's what you got into. You're listening to uh, hip-hop, following all the hip-hop, all the DJs and everything going on. Um, so that was the inspiration, really, right? I wasn't much of a... Uh, rapper of like yeah, like the yeah. background right yeah, yeah, right yeah. sit in the background let the people drive provide you know what I mean I just I just I need to sit in the background the energy man I just see your energy is it was there any one DJ in particular that, that like inspired you the most or? um to start mixing mm-hmm. um back then it was more just a mixing right like DJ wasn't so much in the scene as it was like if you think back to like a house party movie. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's just in the background, just doing the, just keeping the. You're only supposed to know it's the DJ when he fucking up. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's the only time. Besides that, you're supposed to be jamming. Ain't supposed to be nothing unless you're going up there to request something. So, when, the, when the dance floor empty and everybody yeah, starts moving. Yeah. So you know what I mean? You had all the DJs and stuff, the kids to freeze, and all the ones that really mixed and. Uh, that that was more my. That was more my thing of the blending and mixing rather than the, the cutting and scratching and stuff, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And due to the equipment, you know what I mean? It's it's hard to master uh, scratching if you don't have the right material, you know what I'm saying? So the yeah, blending yeah. was always easy. I could always blend, get that going. There was not a problem with that. Um, that's where I stood on, man. And then you just work on your skills and trying to see how fast you can get mixes down. And it's great for jams and stuff. You know what I mean? If you can keep the party moving, then it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, growing up for me, one of my aunties, actually, she had a record player. So, like, I I didn't get to mix or nothing on it, but still, just the... And I had record player. I had the old... I had the old Fisher-Price record players (laughs) back in the day. And it came with a little pink-yellow 
turquoise uh, little bluish yeah, ones yeah, and they yeah. had it looked like braille and you put them on the player and it would play music yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. and then from there upgraded used to have these little suitcase uh turntables that you used to get fold right. up in a little suitcase and it was just a turntable you could close that baby up and carry that or that's like the first 12 those, those <laughs> yeah. little records used yeah to yeah yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah and you could do right more times there you're only really using 45s back in the day right you know that's what, I mean? what i remember right like, so what do you call that thing you put in the middle the middle again the like spindle or something. Yeah, the little spindle here, right? So yeah, yeah, you're really yeah. only using 45s back in the day still, so mm -hmm. that you know what I mean? So I always had my dad always had uh all the system and everything set up and everything, right? So that was probably I guess that probably would be my first, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. And I was never allowed to touch that stuff, so <laughs> that probably would push my 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 will to get a little bit, you know what I mean, into the music and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I always yeah, had a love for music. My grandfather was a musician and stuff, so it's just in the blood, you know what I mean? I hear that. Just no, I know, me too. I was too young, and like I was, I just had to watch mostly. I was never allowed to really like play with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And I know how that feels. I did the same way, you know what I mean? Yeah, Turn around, yeah. see my son up there scratching up my records. <laughs> but it should have been like, you know what I mean? Assisting him and trying to get him hype into it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Hindsight's yeah. 2020. Uh, um, Kicks here, he's got quite the musical selection too. Like, uh, you all can't see what I can see right now, but like, like the room, right. the room that we're in. I got a little, I got a little collection. What? These shelves are full, y'all. Like, this guy's just being modest right now, but they all, like, like house, RB. Hip hop, reggae. This guy's. What I know is a is a reggae sound man. So for me to have reggae really make no sense. You guys are going all the way to Jamaica and getting live dub plates done. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like it, it's not like you. I know. Yeah, there's only there's only so much storage for all of you young cats out there like that DJ now and just bust songs off their computer. It's so much easier to walk around with tunes now, like not like before. No, right? After before, you needed a whole team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I didn't just bring you on today to talk about music and stuff. Uh, as you know, my show is about being mixed, and in season one, I talked about some of the hard times I went through growing up, trying to like blend in or fit in. Um, but I, you know, I also shared good stories too. It wasn't all bad. Um, but yeah, Kicks himself actually has mixed children. Um, I guess I wanted you on the show to get a different perspective because for me, like I was raised by a single mom from from the West Indies, yeah. and you know, mom advice is different from dad advice. So, <laughs> so yeah, can you remember any moments that like one of your youths might have come home and and experienced something either at school or on the playground and like and like either it was racial racial or yeah something along those lines and like and how you dealt with it from from for my kids yeah yeah um my kids grew up um my kids didn't grow up in front in in the hood you know what i mean in any of the uh what toronto likes to call the crisis areas right okay, okay. So they didn't really have to experience much. They were already intermingled with the suburban kids mostly in their schools and stuff, right? So 
Um, I would assume they had a lot of just the normal prejudices that they get of kind of looking like the norm. Then they go into the pool and their hair goes crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you get mm-hmm. all those little weird little quirky stuff that yeah, yeah, yeah. some of the Caucasians just do sometimes. Right? <laughs> Can I feel your hair? Does it get wet? You know what I mean? Some of those stuff. I you know what I mean? Those. I remember those. Why are you putting cream on your skin? You know what I mean? Mental note, and there's a point why people get ashy. They just don't know it until yeah. later in life. <laughs> yeah, watch those elbows, y'all. You're you getting ashy. You need to be following the melatonins. So, you know, they had a couple of incidents and stuff where I thought that um, being profiled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I went to a school My mom didn't allow me to go to the school That we grew up in In our in our area We went to the so-called better school Which was a predominantly White school In Don Mills okay. um, To remove ourselves From you know the drug playing The so-called bad life Of, of a ghetto in Toronto But First day at the, at the At the so-called better school Football team was already canceled because of drugs and alcohol. Jeez. First Pink Floyd party. Remember Pink Floyd yeah, parties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pink Floyd parties was a bunch of weirdos. Oh, no, sorry, I won't say weirdos. <laughs> this is but, different, different. But take a gym, put a bunch of red laser beams, shine it all over the place, and then you play Pink Floyd. That's a Pink Floyd party. Uh-huh. We had one of those almost every month in our school. Oh, That's the type of school we went to. For us to for me to bring my music and have a party, we had to first list all the songs that we were gonna play. Then we had to make sure all the songs had no parental advisory stickers on it because that was the that was a threshold back then. All the B sides. And yeah, <laughs> any song that had parental advisory sticker on it, you weren't allowed to play, which was a lot of the urban music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see it was kind of hard to be able to uh, get the music out back in the day than it is right now. Wow. So it's like you were amongst your own Yeah, people. so those were, ch- those were just challenges myself. And that's, that's like 20, 30 years ago, right? My kids got the same, the same type of thing, being in a school like that. Um, and it's hard for them because, you know, you're coming from a place where a lot of people were, um, you know, established and, you know what I mean? And it's they're in a they're in a situation where they're trying to keep up with the the family that goes on vacation three times a week and has a cottage and all that stuff because they're in a different setting now, right? So that was also challenging for them to always having to uh, try and keep up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah it's not um, always about race. Not not it's race. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. you know what I mean. That that was past race. That was now dealing with. Um, just Class. having the ability of just being able to keep up with people else and the expectations that, um, you know, some kids grew up with. It's not really their fault. They just grew up knowing that certain things were just going to happen all the time because mm-hmm. that's just what the case is, right? So, yeah, like for like me and you, we're roughly the same age. And like, yeah, for me growing up, I and I grew up like like in Pickering when I was really young and and it was like mostly white people at that time. So it's like, like I really got singled out and picked on. It wasn't until like Scar, when I came to Scarborough and I finally we used to felt have, like blending in. We used to have race wars, wow. race fights at Pickering High 
when we were in high school. That's not even that long ago. No. I remember we used to have white on black fights. Like those things used to happen wow. back, and that's not even that long ago. And that was a normal place. And like you're saying, back then, Pickering, before all the Jamaicans pushed out east and yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 Pickering yeah. was not the Pickering that people see right now back in the day. No, right? I'm talking like the 80s. Yeah, like, like... you passed Port, Un uh, Port Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were in the bush back then. Trust me, yo. <laughs> and that, that's what I had to do. Yeah, and that's, like, yeah. In season one, I shared about how I lied about what I ate for dinner or like, I used to have to come to school with tools to put my bike together yeah. because these idiots would take apart my bike for some reason and stuff like Yo, that. Like, but it's a real thing, right? It's a real thing, man. <sighs> but I was out, like, I guess that's why I, I wanted to talk to you about your youths because they're they're in a, a like a more up-to-date uh, generation. Yeah. And um, recently, a girl that was doing makeup on me on set and she was talking about, like, her nephew. Yeah. How... He's he's also mixed and had to transfer schools like midway through high school. Yeah. And went from like like having a bunch of black friends to, to not having any more. Yeah. And and I was like, dang, you know, like this is recent. Mm. And I, I was always hoping that like things would have changed by the time like since I went like to school and stuff. But it seems like it's still Still there in some areas. The same issues are still kind of the still, issues are still kind of there. I would assume with the youths, but they got they got more they got more they got more self-inflicted issues. The kids I find now with the social media, right? uh, the that's, internet, yo. Yeah. It's like I'm so glad we didn't have that uh, shit when we were younger, uh, y'all. <laughs> like for me, where we grew up and stuff, and how we grew up in in, in my area, like. Like, you get in a fight if somebody took a picture like you know what I mean like right you, that wasn't something that, that was just so things spreading the information and, and like people doing crimes live on social media streaming and talking you know it's crazy or like or posting like uh, dry, sexual content yeah like dry snitching is just like a normal thing I don't even know if they realize it's scary, dog. Right? It's scary. You know what I mean? If you're moving fentanyl, you shouldn't show big bags of money in your fentanyl on social media. Popping bottles, uh, showing up three or four rolling. I would think to yourself or just your, you know what I mean? But yeah. People can do what they want to do still, you know what I'm saying? I just have to make sure I tell my youths that everything ain't nice. Yeah. And you got to watch the people around. Uh, because they are stereotyped to be looking like a certain thing. And my son, my son looks like he would look like any other trap rapper that you would see on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he moves with people of that plump, he could get caught up. You know what I mean? That's what used to happen to me, right? right? <laughs> yeah, and you get caught up, which is fine, right? You mm -hmm. open a bad area, I've seen all kinds of stuff. But you gotta know, you gotta know your face, you know what I'm saying? It was like, let Milky drive the stolen car, he's yeah, the light skin, yeah, they, they won't draw him down. Yeah, yeah, no, but that's true, right? Back then you already know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, I, I, I think that, you know, he's, he's a little bit more lighter skin, right? So, I think it's a little bit different with the youths. Yeah, it depends, like, I, I it depends think, where you grow up. Yeah, right? Like, 
I think in especially in North America, Toronto, like we're so multicultural. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the odd one out if you're calling out. You know what I mean? All the little derogatory stuff. You know, chinky or packy or nigger. You call it. You're gonna be the outcast. Yeah. I think in yeah. the young generation. It's not like right? when we was growing up. Yeah, yeah. Right? But people just laughed along with you, like ah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody killed Trudeau for dressing in the face, but nobody thought it was a bad thing when they were all out of when he was just in the face. You know what I'm saying? But now we bring up this stuff, and then you they're not deal with that. They look back. At, like look at all those people from the Olympics. That got uh, fired for stuff that they did in like 94, 93. Because uh, people that. start dig you up like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be on social media, man, that's going to be your, to me, that's going to be your blueprint. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the mark you leave behind. That's going to be your mark. Like, people are going to look at you and going to be like, oh, okay. You like this, you like that, you like this, okay, you like fight videos, okay, you like twerking, boom, 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 like, everything is going to be there for you, like, everything is going to be there, they ain't going to have to ask nothing, because most of these people provide their whole information, right? I know, I know, they don't even, and they, yeah, they're not even realizing it. Right, right, so, yeah, my kids are not so much social media fiends, like I got a couple, like, they're, they're all right with it still, they're not so crazy with it. Okay. So that's a that's a good thing still, you know what I mean? And they, the circle, you gotta keep your circle a little bit. Teach you to make sure they keep the circle a little bit tight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because right now, like you have 700 people following you, but what does that really mean though? No. When things get tough now, you caught which one of those 700 is coming to deal with you right now. That's it. That's right. why, like me personally, I just surround my people that don't judge and are into the same things that I am. And that's it, right? As long as it's legal, it's all good. That's it, right? Because we're too old to be on the illegal. You know what I mean? Nah, I ain't even rapping no more. Because ain't no judge gonna look at you and they're gonna do that weird twist mouth that you know when they look at you be like, buddy, (laughs) what are you doing, eh? So yo, anything else you want to add or we just run some tunes for, for a couple minutes? Um, I'm just, I'm not even just running, like, I'm just like, ask your question, I'm just gonna just I, don't, I didn't really, some, I didn't really have no more questions. Play, yeah, <laughs> play some under. Yeah, yeah. Switch some tunes around. Just let the crowd hear what you got. Alright, put me on the spot, let's have some tunes in the run. <laughs> yeah, let's play like a bit, you know? Yeah. Raise the level since we ain't talking. Nice. Oh yeah, before we bounce. What? Um, since like you and I are from the same era, who like who would you say your favorite artists are like from the nineties and from the nineties? Yeah. You know, and you got this guy here. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. We got some big tunes, big, big, big tunes. Kind of change that type of grimy but classy kind of fly flow. Man, he changed the game though. Like, like the way he just started flowing. He started that, you know what I mean? Like people give, people give, uh, give 
the next guy that I find gets a lot of hate. I don't know why he gets the hate, <laughs> but I think that people just kind of jealousy. Is it jealousy? I find, I find some people that's cold or crushes a lot on some of these people who really put some music in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From what? They might do a personal thing or they seen them do something on, you know what I mean? But Biggie was sorry, like, look up the amount of collabos that never got done is crazy, right? I know. It's like releasing albums like long crazy, after he was right? done, yeah. Crazy, so you know what I mean. I have a people talk about Tupac a lot. Yeah. But we talk about a lot of people who talk about Tupac. They only know him passes. Conflict roles, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always focus on the negative. That's how, that's how society is. Yeah, like. But he had bad tunes, and this shit was deep. Oh, you know man. What I mean? Like, he was trying to talk to the people. Yeah, it's mad deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. He straggled off course a little bit with the, with the back and forth with the East West, but even in that, Tupac show you that. Fuck, take on a whole coast, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But some, he got some raw lyrics on some of them tunes there, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 when he was dissing, like, puffing all that, and, like, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> so, this guy here. Oh, shit. I find Jay Z get a bad rap by people that are too young to give him a bad rap. Exactly, yo. You know what I mean? This is like straight MC, bro. The man say I'm gonna give you the blueprint. How you should move. So you know what I'm doing? Yo. You've been preaching the stuff. He ain't telling you he's supposed to give you all the stuff. Yeah, but yeah, he's showing yeah. you how to, how to deal with it, right? The man don't write down nothing. So you can say whatever you want to say. He has a photographic memory, whatever the case is. Everything you're listening to is one take. Wow. Summer after summer after summer after summer after summer. This man put out tools, Yo, like in the production value alone, like, like there's some part. doesn't like by some lyrics here and there. Come like, on, I think if he was a true artist, you have to rate Jay-Z. Yeah. You have to rate him. Just for changing the whole game. The man said, yo, and he came out in the suit, the full piece suit, and did his thing. Yeah. Changed the whole game, right? Talking I never, about... I never hated on him. You know what I mean? Talking about building blocks and buying Picasso's and... Different level, guys. Yeah, man. Different level. Teaching you know us, what I mean? Teaching us the five paintings and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like you have the five, one down to six. Like he's on next right. level, right? right. So, 
I think he's tough, so I'm gonna give you guys the next one, which is basically like the three, you know what I mean? Okay. Y'all can't see what's coming up, but I can, y'all. <laughs> I'm not mixing, guys, so don't even front. Just give me some. Listen to stuff. That press is a big too. Yeah. Like, yeah, I hear a lot of poppy tunes too, but like, but what artists did it back then. Like, back then? One of my favorite right here. This will be the next one. Be non-stop. Now put on some real tunes, man. Yeah. Real album stuff. Who's better, Jay-Z or Nas? Who could really be better? It's all perfect on property. Yeah. Right? And it, it depends on the track. That's like, right. So these comparisons of stuff that people do is... I know I can never answer that either. Like, I can't give you one. I got several producers. I got guys I, I like, like Nice Wonder and stuff, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Pete Rock, you know what I mean? There's tons, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you though. Large professor, like the fun. I say that we only have one of them. Yeah, like, it's, it's never. It's a weird thing, kind of a juvenile type of question, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all made up, dude. Great, another great one that's gone, bro. That's what I tell my audience. It depends on my mood and how I'm feeling, and that's what I'll play that day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man. I'm just trying to find some obscure poetry. Yeah. Man, have a good gangsta for a minute.
y'all so much for listening to today's episode of Melatomonium. I am once again your host Milky and I do appreciate y'all listening to my show. How to follow Milky, 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 how to follow Milky. <laughs> Put one hand in idea. And I'm just playing with y'all but this is the part of my show where I give you all my social media handles. If you don't know, you're gonna know. So, I am most active on Instagram. 
can follow me there at Melatimonium. Uh, that's where I do most of my posts and announcements and keep you up to date on what's going on with the show. And for you Twitter fans, you can find me under my real name, which is at Gilmore Arrow, which is G-I-L-M-O-U-R-E-R-R-O-L. I could also be contacted by email, which is melatimonium at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitch. Uh, for those of you that heard season one, I probably mentioned Twitch in every episode. But uh, yeah, you can find me there at Melatimonium, and that's where you can see all the DJs that I follow. And I will be featuring some more DJs this season. I'm also on Facebook, but I'm not so active there. But if you're only on Facebook, you can hit me up at Milky Melatimonium. But yeah, I would love to hear from y'all. This show's not just all about me. Um, so especially if you're on Instagram, make sure you follow me and tag me in your posts. Hit me up with a DM. I want to hear your stories, see your photos, see what you're up to in your part of the world. And yes, thank you for listening, please. If you enjoyed the show, share the link with a friend. Look for that funny looking wishbone thing on your app, whatever you're listening to, and whatever platform you use. And uh, yeah, share the link with somebody. If you know somebody that needs cheering up and just wants to hear some foolishness for about half an hour. Make sure you pass that along. So have a good two weeks, everybody. This show is bi-weekly because I am biracial. There is a theme there. But yeah, I'll catch y'all in two weeks, all right? Wait a minute. Uno, dos. It's time to go. So adios, Milky's ghost. Have a great two weeks, everybody.